This episode of Avocado and Honey is brought to you by Zenit Journals. Zenit creates custom wellness journals that makes it easier to journal and practice self-care daily. They offer many writing prompts for you to choose from, such as how can I be kind to myself or what can I let go of? Prompts like these will force you to self-reflect and that leads to self-accountability. And you know that's what we about over here. Once you choose the writing prompts that speaks to you, Zenit will create and deliver your personalized journal. Use code HONEY for 20% off your first Zenit at ZenitJournals.com. That's Z-E-N-I-T Journals.com. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Smanji, and welcome to the Avocado and Honey podcast, where we are becoming the best version of ourselves through self-accountability and vulnerability. Go ahead and drink your water. Now let's grow together. If you haven't already, please be sure to check out the previous podcast episode. I went ahead and gave y'all an update on my Atlanta living as well as shared my thoughts on this uh, recent presidential election here in the U.S. I shared my unpopular thoughts. Um, Check it out if you care. Um, If you like that episode, please be sure to share with a friend. Um, For today, I'm going to go ahead and give y'all the energy for the next two weeks via tarot, as well as share with you some of the things that I've been reflecting on this past week because like I've said plenty of times like I'm in a space of reflection and it makes sense because you know we are in the last couple weeks of 2020 and 2021 is not going to look the same for your girl so I'm making the necessary changes now and trying what works and getting rid of what don't um, and Shanir who was actually on the podcast not too long ago um, she had did a live on Instagram and it was on what choosing yourself looks like so I feel like that basically sums up the reflecting I've been doing. So I want to kind of talk about that for a little bit, as well as talk about Beloved. Like I seen, or I watched this Tony doc, Tony Morrison documentary on Hulu, which made me uh, watch Beloved afterwards. So now that I'm an adult, I'm a grown ass woman now. I have all these experiences, all these lessons, all this growth. I was able to understand the film in a whole different light because I've seen the film plenty of times as a child and I just didn't understand it how I just understood it watching it recently. So I want to talk about that. Also, y'all, this is the 100th episode of Avocado and Honey. It's probably probably over 100 episodes now the way like I kept changing the format and stuff, but officially we are at 100 episodes. So this is very exciting. This is a huge deal. Four years, 100 episodes in. So you know we're going to do a giveaway. Y'all stay tuned for uh, towards the end of the episode. I'll definitely share with y'all um, what the giveaway will be. So let's get into the tarot energy for the next two weeks. So the two cards that I pulled, um, the first one was the Empress card in reverse. And the second card is the Chariot upright. So I'm going to go ahead and read these definitions on Terry, or sorry, Biddy Tarot. Reverse, the Empress encourages you to make self-love and self-care a priority. Now is the time to bring your loving energy and focus to yourself, especially if you have been giving away your personal power by placing too much emphasis on another person's emotional or material needs, thus neglecting your own. 
book a girls weekend go for a walk on your own or start a creative project that's just for you it is essential that you fill your cup and care for yourself so you can then take care of others without resentment you may also crave a stronger connection with nature and mother earth now is the perfect occasion to spend even just a few hours in a natural setting such as a beach park or garden breathe in the radiant energy as you're surrounded by nature's beauty and take time to notice the little things an ant racing along the ground new leaves budding in the trees or the rich purples and greens of the flowers and plants the empress reverse can suggest that you are feeling a creative block especially in birthing a new idea or expressing yourself creatively you may worry whether it will be a success or if your work is appealing to others the empress reverse can suggest that you are feeling a creative block especially in birthing a new idea or expressing yourself creatively you may worry whether it will be a success or if your work is appealing to others for now don't bother about what others think the important thing is that you are allowing your creative energy to flow even if it means keeping your newest creations private to you only and even if they look like a three-year-old created them the reverse empress may call your attention to issues around body image are you your biggest critic when it comes to how you look and the shape of your body learn to love your body again and give thanks for the lovely curves lumps and bumps rediscover your beauty inside and out in your relationships you may take the mothering role too far becoming overprotective codependent and controlling if this resonates it is time to shift your focus from the mother-child relationship to an adult to adult relationship by creating independent by by creating independence trust and loving compassion so yeah, <laughs> this um, Empress in Reverse definitely resonated with your girl. I do feel like I've been in like a creative block mainly because I've been so focusing on like reflecting and just where I went wrong and improving and all of those things. So um, I am in the process of birthing a new idea. I'm always, you know, working on something. I have so many ideas, y'all. Y'all have no idea. Like I'm always birthing <laughs> trying to birth an idea and I do think about you know how people may react to it but you know after watching the Toni Morrison doc and stuff I've really been inspired to say fuck all that and do what I feel like that's what I took away from that doc and I'll get into that in a bit um, but for now let's get into the second card which is the chariot upright the chariot is a card of willpower determination and strength you have discovered how to make decisions in alignment with your values with the lover's card and now you are taking action on those decisions. When the chariot appears in a tarot reading, take it as a sign of encouragement. You have set your objectives and are now channeling your inner power with a fierce dedication to bring them to fruition. When you apply discipline, commitment, and willpower to achieve your goals, you will succeed. I'm gonna read that again. When you apply discipline, commitment, and willpower to achieve your goals, you will succeed. Now isn't the time to be passive in the hope that things will work out in your favor. Take focused action and stick to the course, no matter the challenges may come your way, because believe me, there will be challenges. You may be pulled in opposite directions and find your strength and conviction tested. Others may try to block you, distract you, or drag down the pursuit of your goal. 
but the chariot is an invitation to draw upon your willpower and hone in on what's essential to you so you can push past the obstacles in your way. If you are curious about whether you have what it takes to achieve your aim or complete an important project, the chariot is the sign you will be successful so long as you keep your focus and remain confident in your abilities. You need to use your willpower and self-discipline to concentrate on the task at hand. You can't cut corners or take the easy route or you will fail. Instead, see these Instead, see this endeavor as a test of your strength and conviction and recognize that victory is within reach, but it's up to you to follow through. The chariot calls you to assert yourself and be courageous. Be bold in expressing your desires and laying down your boundaries. Otherwise, you will not get your way. You need to have faith in yourself and know fundamentally who you are and what you stand for, thus building off the personal belief systems and values established through the lover's card. In a very literal sense, the chariot can represent travel, especially driving or taking a road trip. You may even be considering selling your home and buying an RV so you can head off and roam the country. I'm really feeling this chariot card. I feel like, you know, once we get through these little blocks and shit in the Empress reverse card, the chariot is going to be there waiting to, uh, to take us to the next level, which is dope. Like, I love, I'm, I'm feeling that energy. Um, so those two cards are the energy for the next two weeks. It sounds like we about to get, get it cracking. We about to get disciplined and do what's necessary for us to level up. So shout out to us. Okay, so one of the things I want to talk about in this episode, um, my girl Shanir, she did a live this past week, and it really got me thinking. So the topic of discussion for her live um, was what choosing yourself look like. And it was very enlightening, of course. Everything Shanir does is enlightening, sis. Thank you. And what I liked about it is like, you know, she broke down like boundaries and stuff. So basically like implementing boundaries when necessary, sticking to those boundary boundaries is a way um, to choose yourself. And also what I would like to say in terms of like what choosing yourself look like would be living your life to the fullest. So making decisions that represents who you are, making decisions that align with your highest good um, and just you know, moving accordingly. Everything that I talk about in this podcast um, essentially is what choosing yourself look like. So, um, but with all the conversations and things that I've been having this past week, I've really just been reflecting on like my goals. Like, you know, we only have a couple weeks left of 2020. And like I said, in the past episodes, like I'm mentally just preparing for this new year, 2021. Um, preparing to level up again preparing to have an even better year like basically preparing for 2021 to top all these past years that I've had on this earth so with me you know thinking about those things I think about all these ideas that I tend to get and all these things that I want to do and because I feel like we all have them like you know when we decide that we want to do something on this earth and when we ask for guidance from whoever you pray to uh, we get those answers sometimes in the form of ideas. Like, you know, if you want a way to make generational wealth, if you want a way out of poverty, if you want a way just to make money type shit, um, you know, when we say we're blessed and we get those answers, it's not necessarily like a check in the mail. Sometimes it may be, 
But you know, that ne doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna find a wad of cash on the street. Sometimes you're again, your prayers and everything you're at looking for, you're seeking is answered in the form of an idea. So if you need something or whatever, and you get an idea to do something, then you need to do it. <laughs> and that's on period. Like, you know, basically. So when you get the idea, especially if it's something that's just on your heart and you just don't give up on it, you can't stop think of, thinking about it, that means you need to bring that idea to life. So I've been speaking with a whole bunch of dope people because y'all know I'm making friends and stuff out here in Atlanta. And those, that's been like the topic of discussion is just getting this work done. How can we level, level up spiritually, physically, monetarily, like all that, like getting the bag spiritually <laughs> and all that shit. So um, that made me think about Les Brown. So sometimes I'll be listening to motivational speeches and stuff. And one of my favorite motivational speakers are, are is um, Les Brown. And I love Les Brown because like he always talks about his journey. You know, I love people who are vulnerable and just real as fuck. And basically, I think he was like adopted. He had like a really rough childhood, which, you know, I related to immediately. And like, um, but when he was like in grade school or something, I guess he was like in a special class and people always called him retarded and stuff. And then like he ended up leveling up and just growing out of that space and becoming this powerhouse motivational speaker. So if y'all need someone to listen to, to get motivated in the morning, I definitely recommend Les Brown. That's L-E-S Brown. But in one of his speeches, I can't tell you which one because I just be hitting play on YouTube with any of them. But one of the speeches that I listened to, he was saying, I'm paraphrasing of course, that like, you know, imagine yourself in a hospital on your last dying days and you're surrounded by all these ideas. You're surrounded by all these things that you have planned to do on this earth before you die but you never did you never got the courage to do it or you just never started like whatever the case may be you didn't get it done and now they're all just here sad looking at you because they're not going to be able to be created because you're dying <laughs> like I know that was like a little dark but it, it was like real as fuck like that really got me thinking like because you know we don't know when our last day is but we do have all these ideas we do have a whole bunch of things that we want to do on this earth and I know I'm talking grand ideas at least grand to me like you know with what I want to do but I just want to say that you know whatever idea whatever your goal is it's nothing there's nothing too small or nothing too big I just want to say that as a reminder listen to yourself if it's something that you want to do if somebody else is like you know projecting what they came here to do onto you remind yourself <laughs> to listen to yourself because you know what's up so yeah so I feel like that's a nice little segue into Toni Morrison's um documentary on Hulu I think it's called like in my words I think is the name of the doc but Toni Morrison was a part of it which made it even more beautiful because we heard her in her words rather than a whole bunch of people just reminiscing so that was a really dope thing about um the documentary but watching this like Toni Morrison I haven't read a lot of Toni Morrison's books. I read a few, um, but now I want to read as many as I possibly can after watching this doc because just this little, I think it was like an hour and a half or something, like after watching the documentary, like one, I feel even more proud to be a black woman. Like Toni Morrison, I feel like this is a great segue because she was someone 
who didn't give a, give a fuck what nobody had to say about her work like she created this because she felt like she wanted to and so she did like she literally was moving from the heart sticking to what she decided to do like you know with all her work it's based on the black experience and with her you know being american and stuff and then you know, white people they put their two cents in and told her that she's selling herself short and doing all this she also mentioned like something about like the white devil or something like that which i thought was funny or like the white gaze it's like the white devil or white gaze i think it's the white gaze so basically what that is is like when you're creating something you have like these white eyes looking over your shoulder all the time giving you that pressure to want to appeal to the white crowd like you know because that's what we are all like kind of taught to do like you know what i'm saying so she was saying how she got rid of that the gaze or the devil whatever um the actual word was but she got rid of that and stuck to what she wanted to do and it was just so interesting because you know people was like getting pissed because you know america didn't acknowledge her the way they should because everybody else seen how beautiful and great her writing was or phenomenal her writing was and she was just like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, basically, I don't care if these people award me or not. Like, she doing what she's going to do regardless. Like, that's the energy that we need, y'all. Not to mention, though, like, you know, she stuck to her guns and did what she felt like she needed to do. Stick writing to the people who she decided to write for. And eventually, everybody will get on board. Because you can't deny greatness for too long, sweetie. Like, that's just that. So, you know, eventually, she got a Nobel Peace Prize. And also it's just beautiful to see her like you know not basically stay 10 toes down and stick to what she wanted to write and then have a whole world of people relate like you know her books were translated into so many languages like she's a celebrity all over the world because so many different cultures was able to read her words her black experience and still relate to it you know it would have been had she basically you know listened to her peers or whoever else was telling her what they were telling her in terms of like of trying to appeal to everyone else we wouldn't have that Toni Morrison that we have now that we had today like we wouldn't have had that real ass Toni Morrison that we had the pleasure of experiencing on this earth so that was a really great reminder to basically do what I know I should be doing and to not consider many other people's opinions like you know unless they're working on the project with me I don't see how I should be changing what I know I should be creating because somebody else don't like relate to it for whatever reason but um but in that documentary she was talking about Beloved for those of you who don't know Beloved is like you know I think it came out in like the 90s and I did see it when I was a child I remember this movie um but I remember not really understanding it as well like I thought it was it was a little creepy to me <laughs> watching it as a child but after watching the documentary and hearing uh, Toni Morrison break down basically with Beloved like you know when it comes to slave stories or even like like state slave stories I'll just say when it comes to that we mainly only get like the male perspective of it like we only get what the men went through in terms and how they you know got free and just the things that they overcame um, during those times and we rarely if we did at all um, got a story of a woman a black woman experience and that was what beloved was i didn't read the book not yet i definitely want to read the book especially after rewatching it now and now that i'm this grown-ass woman and i you know did all this growing i can understand it a lot better um but yeah so after i got that little breakdown from tony morrison and her doc i was like immediately like you know i watched 
beloved and I was just <laughs> blown away by this film and I'm just like I just really need to just look in the mirror like yo growth is really real because when I tell you I've seen this movie plenty of times but I've never seen it through these eyes like I've never was able to understand it like how I was today I am going to ruin the film a little bit for you the story for those of you who haven't um, seen it yet um, but if not then you know if you haven't seen it you should definitely check it out if you feel you're ready to but basically with beloved you know it's about a woman who was enslaved and she had um children she had four kids and you know they were in the south and they were slaves so they were prop pop sorry they were property technically so with this one black woman she you know took control of her own life and basically said y'all not taking my kids y'all not about to put them through the hell that y'all put me and all these other black people through so she basically killed her children before the white people could take her and it was just so interesting because like this was in the doc like I'm not sure if Beloved is like based off like you know an actual story um that Toni Morrison read but basically what Toni Morrison said in the doc was that like you know um when this happened like when the, the woman killed her kids like the white people they didn't know how to kind of charge her for it like they they didn't know basically if they were to charge her with murder then that would say that black people were human and they didn't want to do that so or they could charge her with basically destroying property um shit was crazy shit was crazy but um basically that's what it was so oprah winfrey was the main character and then um so after that happened you know she ended up having another child in which you know she kept and she was able to escape where she was from and um, was able to be free so you know when that child grew up um one of the childs that she you know killed back in the day came back and that's beloved so that's where it was like creepy for me growing up because i didn't really understand what exactly was going on i didn't understand like this was her child that came back and all that stuff so um yeah the shit was really powerful and it was really interesting how like you know a lot of people were judging her for it you know main everyone was judging her for it and mainly black people too like you know they everyone kind of seen her as an animal for you know killing her children but that's a fucking tough decision to make like you know and i understand it like and it's like that's this one strong ass fucking woman yo like to make that decision to say nah y'all not about to take my children like that shit was deep the shit was deep that was a very powerful film and and again like this film just makes me want every time i see a black film like this it just makes me want to go harder every time i'm reminded of what um you know black people what we've been through it just makes me want to go harder for the ancestors who didn't have the opportunity for the ancestors who went through all that bullshit so we can be and do what we choose to now so yeah so then again that and then with the whole tony morrison like the fact that you can come here like you know you're born we're all humans right we're born and then you're able to create something that is left here when you're not he physically here anymore i think that's beautiful like that's literally immortality like you're living forever because of the work that you created so those are the things that i think about a lot because like i said plenty times like there's a lot of things that i'm planning on creating there's a lot of things that i'm planning on accomplishing here in this lifetime so when i see things like this it just reminds me like you <laughs> you barely getting started sis <laughs> you barely getting started and i want to give y'all updated on like how i'm achieving my goals by the new year 
So we have a couple weeks left in this year, and I told y'all um, two—I think it was two episodes ago—I shared with y'all with y'all that I'm planning on doing three things, three big things that I'm working on completing or achieving before this year is up. So with me, I'm an Aquarius, right? And I be doing shit like going with the flow type things. And when I do things that way, I tend to not complete everything. Like I tend to stray off and do something else. Like it's just unorganized. It's just an unorganized mess. So now at an attempt to get organized and stuff, basically what I'm going to do is, you know, write down the three things that I want to achieve before this year is up. And I'm also creating like an outline or like a brief type plan Um, to make it happen so for example one of the things that I'm going to accomplish before this year is up is read three books (laughs) I wanted to read way more this year and I did not so I told myself I could read three books before this year is up so (laughs) I'm going to read three books so um, with that being said you know I need to make a plan to achieve this so I said I want to read three books so what I'm going to do is one right now choose the three books that I want to read so instead of going with the flow and choosing when it's time I'm going to decide now which three books I'm going to read and then what I'm going to do is dedicate at least an hour each night preferably preferably before bed but an hour each night each day at least an hour could be more but nothing less than an hour dedicated to reading each day until the new year so that's how I plan on reading (laughs) finishing three books before this year is up Um, again it's only an hour minimum so there will be most time or some days where I read more than an hour but if I read at least an hour a day I would be able to um, accomplish this goal by the time allotted so I just wanted to share that with y'all because you know we on this journey together and we are working out figuring out ways so we can achieve our goals and level up because like I said plenty of times 2021 will not be like 2020 it's to level up you know it's time to shine and stop being so fucking modest all right y'all so like i said at the beginning of this episode this is our 100th episode Ah! so with that being said i would like to do a giveaway so um if you've been listening you definitely know that i have a handmade hair accessories line under shell monies which is hair accessories made with cowrie shells and crystals so I have like hair clips braid and lock accessories I have hair pins I have hair rings I have a whole bunch of just hair goodies and so for this 100 episode giveaway if you're still listening then you can enter this giveaway um, this 100th episode giveaway to win two free hair accessories from shell monies Um, basically you can do one of two things The first option is to head over to Apple iTunes, the podcast on Apple Apple Podcasts, and leave a review for Avocado and Honey. Go ahead and give us five stores and leave us a review um, and be sure to include your social media handle so I can know um, where to contact you if you win the two accessories. So you can leave a comment, leave us a review, a comment, five stars on Apple Podcasts. Or you can share your favorite podcast episode on social media and be sure to tag us so we can know who you are and that you are entering in the giveaway. So again, if you want to win two hair accessories from Shell Money's for Avocado and Honey's 100th episode giveaway, you can do one of two things. 
The first thing you can do is head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review um, for Apple, or sorry, for Avocado and Honey. Please be sure to include your social media handle so I can contact you if you win. The second thing you can do is share your favorite podcast, Avocado and Honey podcast episode on social media. Be sure to tag us. Our social media is at Avocado and Honey. So if you do one of those things uh, between now and next Wednesday, you will be getting up to free hair accessories from Shell Money. And also, I know y'all been noticing the podcast episodes have been coming out on Wednesdays more rather than Tuesdays. So I feel like it's safe to say that our new day of release will be Wednesdays. We will no longer be putting out new episodes on Tuesday. It will be on Wednesday. We reached 100 episodes. I guess it's time to make some changes. But yes, thank y'all for being on this journey with me. Like, I, this feels so good. I'm really grateful for y'all. Shout out to you for doing the work. Shout out to you for continuing to grow. Shout out to you for drinking your water. Um, again, y'all be sure to follow Avocado and Honey on all social media platforms at Avocado and Honey. You can follow at Shell Monies on all social media platforms at Shell Monies. That's S-H-E-L-L-M-O-N-I-E-S. Y'all go ahead and check out the site and stuff too and grab dibs, you know, call dibs on the hair accessories that you want already. And also, if you are interested in my personal social media, it's at underscore Smangy, S-M-A-N-G-I-E-E. Thank y'all again. I am so grateful for y'all to be on this journey with me. I do appreciate y'all. And um, as far as the giveaway, a winner will be announced the next episode. So next Wednesday, we will announce a winner. And then I will be contacting you to get your address so I can send you some goodies, y'all. Again, I can't say thank you enough because I'm so grateful. Like, I can't believe we made it to 100 episodes already. Oh, my God. Y'all continue to do the work, y'all. Let's fuck up this week. Y'all got it. Talk to y'all next week.